So the question for this week is, my four-year-old asks questions and I try to answer them, but I'm afraid that I'll say too much and freak him out. Help! And welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car with you every week answering one question to help you raise your confident and caring young person to respect themselves and the people around them. What I love about these questions is oftentimes they will reflect an experience that we've had growing up. So I don't know for sure, but this parent may be remembering a time when perhaps she was freaked out herself at something that someone said. So these questions, they don't come out of nowhere. Uh, they're always asked for a reason. Okay, so let's talk about the answer. How not to say too much. Let's talk about that. When I was six, my mum was pregnant with my youngest brother. And she tells the story that me and my five-year-old brother were full of questions. How did the baby get in there? How does the seed get from dad to you? What does the baby eat? How is it going to come out? All the questions. And she says that she answered them all. And my mum's a nurse. Like, she's pretty like, yeah, she knows what's going on in life. If anyone else sitting in a car has a parent who is a nurse, you will know that most topics are fair game. We all knew in our family all the different sort of grades of fecal matter. I know, gross, but that was part of our growing up. Anyway, let's leave the whole fecal metal th thing right there. Now, when I did my Master in Sexuality Studies, at some point I realized that I don't remember any conversations about sex or how babies were made with my mum. So I went back and I asked her and I said, Mum, why didn't you talk to us about anything to do with reproduction? And she told me that exact story about when she was pregnant, how she answered all the questions. So what can we learn from this? Kids mostly won't remember things. Even if they're interested in things, they won't remember things if they're only told them once. And I would say, actually, when I think about it, that I was probably told things multiple times at that age. But because it wasn't an ongoing conversation and mum was only responding to my questions, information was not cemented into my brain because I remember very clearly when I was nine having a conversation with my good friend Libby who was 10 and knew everything and telling her that I thought that to make a new human seeds somehow flew through the air and she laughed at me as you can imagine and I felt embarrassed and a little bit ashamed that I didn't know this. So back to the four-year-old and giving too much information. The first thing is like any conversations we might have with any person in the world, we need to be checking out body language and we need to be reading the cues. So our four-year-olds, um, if they're attentive and listening and interested, we are not giving too much information. If they are zoning out and wanting to go off and play, we are giving too much information or we're giving too complicated information or we're using the wrong words because the child doesn't understand what we're talking about. So the first tip is, Look at body language and see what's going on and play to your audience. This other tip is how do you communicate with your kid with other topics? Say your kid asks you, um, how is a plastic milk bottle made? How is a plastic milk bottle made? You might say, well, they're made in a plastics factory. And your kid might say, well, what's in the factory? And you might say, well, there are machines and some people. And they might say, yeah, but how do they make the shape? right? And so they're seeking more information, seeking more information. If your kid asks how a plastic milk bottle is made and you happen to be a um, 
a petrochemical engineer, whatever that is, um, then if you go into huge amounts of detail about what resources we use to make plastics and all the different types of plastic, your kid is probably going to zone out unless they're a kid who really likes all that stuff. Okay, so we're using our common sense. Most of the time, as a parent, if we're worried about giving too much information, it may be because we've got an idea in our head that essentially information about sex and relationships and puberty and bodies and closeness and all the things are somehow bad. We've got sort of like this idea that somehow they're bad and therefore the information is dangerous. But human sexuality is a neutral thing. Just like anything else, it can be used to hurt people. It can be used to help people. It can be just be what it is. Okay, so just be aware that we may have judgments going around in our head that suggest to us that information about sex, relationships, bodies, puberty, all the things are somehow dangerous and wrong. And that is not the case. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now.